Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. My name is Yuri, and today we're going to talk about failure. Yes, failure. Failure is something that we all know about. There isn't a human on this planet Earth that hasn't, uh, that hasn't failed somewhere. Fa failure is part of our life. It's something that we will experience maybe even today, tomorrow, and until the day we die, we will have failure in life. And I have experienced many failure. I have started things that I haven't finished. I have uh, uh, dreamed about things and, and went halfway that, that I didn't, didn't do. And, and on and on and on, I had failure in my life. And when I was in the middle of the failure, I thought it was the, the horrible, the most, the, you know, the most horrific thing that I experienced. Every failure was the same. I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I in the middle of it all? But when I got on the other side of it, I realized it was the greatest blessing in my life. Even some of the things that I still cringe a little bit about certain things that happened to me now is a blessing because I have learned from it. I became, I became wiser. I, I know how to protect. I know myself from, from uh, ever experience something like, like this again. And I understood more in life. I mean, if you want to have life experience, failure is part of it. Now, but today I want to focus on, because this is only part one, I want to focus on why we fail. And that's only one, there is a one common denominator in uh, all the failure across the board. Uh, whether it's in work area, whether it's at home, whether it's uh, with your friends in ministry, you can apply it anywhere. That's, uh, that's somewhere that it's a common denominator across all the fa failures. And, um, and, you know, some of the things we can say about fa uh, failure is this. Well, I'm not a, I'm not a hard worker. You know, you, you might not say, say this about yourself. Somebody else has to say this to you because some, sometimes we think we are the most hardworking or this or that. Uh, or I'm not maybe consistent or uh, maybe I'm not excited or passionate about a certain area. Maybe I don't have enough skills in, in these things. Um, you know, in Christian world, we use, well, I'm not called or God hasn't called me to this or that. Uh, in, uh, and, and a lot of times those are just excuses or those, uh, those are the things that, that we can always work on. Those are things that, that yes, it is why we fail. That's, that can be one. If you're not a hard worker, Bible says a little bit of folding of hands, a little bit of basically doing nothing and the po poverty will come to you, uh, on, onto you as the thief in the night. Um, but I don't want to focus on, uh, on all these things. I want to find this common denominator, why, why it's kind of happening in, in, in everywhere. And, uh, and a lot of times we don't focus on positive things. We focus on what we don't have yet. Right. Many times, uh, many times I, I, in my twenties, I remember there was one time I said, I'm not good because of, because I don't have an office. If I had an office in my house, I would be good at uh, this area of my business. I would be better in this. I'd be better at this. And when I got an office, I realized it's not an office. It's me. And, uh, and so a lot of times we focus on what we don't have yet. And a lot of times we focus on what we are not enough instead of on the things that, Hey, I'm great at this. I'm great at this. I'm great at this. And I'm going to follow this path and the gift that God has placed in my life. But, uh, but what I want to focus, this one, one thing uh, or one common denominator is details. Is this word called details. I almost wanted to call this pod podcast just with one word, details. But failure is uh, a little bit, I guess, attracts a little bit more. Now, 
Uh, because we fail, in every failure there is details or paying attention to the details. And let me, st let me start with, the, with this, this story about Israelites, because you might be like, hold on, details? Really? Failure? Details? I mean, how, how does that correlate? Well, you know, if you're Christian or if you're not a Christian, then, then he hear the story. But, but if you know a little bit of the Bible, you know about the people that went from uh, uh, Egypt and God brought them from Egypt and he wanted to bring his, pe his people, Israelites, to the promised land. And so he called Moses uh, to do this. And Moses asked his brother to do it with him. And uh, they all went to uh, Pharaoh and by uh, God's command, told them, hey, let my people go and the plagues happen and all these things. And then a little bit later, now Israel, Israelites are in the middle of the desert. And for those people that know this whole story, you can, you can agree that failure happened because of complaint in their life. Truly, like, um, because they, they, grunt, they, 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 they just complained. They never saw good things. They saw the negative things. They never saw good things. They only saw what they don't have. We don't have water, so we're going to rebel against leaders and everybody else. We don't, have, uh, we don't have garlic and meat like we had it in Egypt. Even though there was fire, there was, God showed up in the cloud of fire, in the cloud, in, 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 a cl in the cloud that led them. God brought supernaturally meat in the form of birds and manna from heaven. And God showed up to Moses on, on the Mount of Sinai. And you can go on and on and on and on what God did, but our, but their focus was on what, what they don't have yet. I don't have yet, and I, and this is why I'm failing in life. So another common denominator is that. But but why details? And like yeah, I said, de de details. I want to read this uh, quick story to you in Numbers, in Numbers chapter twenty, verse eight. And this story, I'm going to give you kind of a little bit of intro. Now this story starts when they found they they got to this place and there was no food and I'm sorry, there was no water in that place. And so they started to complain about and say, man, if we, it would be better if we would have died in Egypt. It would be better if we would have died over there because there's no water. And, and, and they're, they're just starting to grump and complain. So they called Moses. They wanted to just pretty much be done with life in general, depressed. I'm over. You know, that's, how, that's what we do. I'm done. This is it. This is the end. And Aaron and Moses, Moses and Aaron, uh, went before God. And, and it says in uh, Numbers 20 that, that he knelt before God and the presence of God came down and he prayed to God. And so God uh, gives him this instruction. And God says this, you to Moses, you, that's Numbers 20, verse 8. You and Aaron must take staff and assemble entire community. And staff that he he he, he was uh, he had it with him all the time, as uh, the people watch, speak to the rock over there. So God showing them exactly uh, every, what to do, and and I will pour out its water, and you will provide enough water from the rock to satisfy the whole community and their livestock. I'm gonna, I'm going to read all, all all the way through it just one more time. You and Aaron must take staff. And assemble entire community as the people watch. Speak to the rock over there and it will pour out its water. You will provide enough water for the rock to satisfy the whole community and their livestock. Then he and Aaron summon the people to come and gather at the rock. Listen, you rebels, he shouted. Must we bring you water from this rock? Then Moses raised his hand and struck the rock twice with the staff and water gushed out 
So entire community and their livestock drank their fill. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust me enough to demonstrate my holiness to the people of Israel, you will not lead them into the land I am giving them. This place was known as the waters of Meribah, which means arguing. Now, you know a little bit, if you read this chapter later, you know that this chapter also describes death of Aaron. And God calls Aaron, God talks to Moses and says, okay, Aaron came to the end. This is his, it's time for him to die. And they brought him uh, on the mountain. He died on the mountain. Later on, we find out that Moses only had glimpse. He went to the mountain and saw the promised land, but never, never finished the thing that God has called him to. His calling was to get the people to the promised land. And to some extent, he he saw that, that they will get there, but he never saw the finished product. He never saw the end result. Now, I'm going to pause here for a second. I'm going to come back to this story. And I'm going to tell you the story which has happened between me and my son. Me and my son, uh, my son, uh, Michael, he sold his car. And I told him, hey, when you sell his car, when you sell your car, when you get all the money, put all your money money together, I'm going to help you buy a car. And, uh, and me and him, we found a, a 13-year-old Lexus from 2009, Lexus SI 250, all-wheel drive with a very, very low mileage on, on that and uh, in West Palm Beach. So me and him decided to fly to West Palm Beach and get the car that he wanted. Very older car. It's a Lexus that he wanted, and uh, uh, but but it was it was the new car. It was uh, Bren. Uh, in in his in his world, it was very low mileage, and it was specifically exactly the car that he want, he wanted. So for him, it was it was just like brand new car, I would say. And so we got to 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 this dealership, and we realized that the engine is perfect, the automatic transmission is perfect, but the car was filthy. It was scratched up. Nobody took care of it. Even the dealer that was selling it, he never even t- he never even washed it. You know, and so uh, the whole thing just went from like excitement to to this this. I'm like, oh my gosh, why are we here? We only got a one way ticket, and uh, and it was in the details, those details that ruined the whole experience. Even though the engine was flawless, we checked the engine. It was transmission was flaw flawless. There were some other things then that, that the car need, need, needed fixing. But the whole experience, because he didn't care to wash the car. He didn't care. He didn't care to even remove trash out of the car. I mean, the car was scratched. He just kind of parked it in the mud there and, 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 and sold it. And then later on, we, we got this car. My son still wanted the car. We're driving home and I'm paying attention to the details of Lexus. We never owned Lexus. I never owned Lexus. Um, my son, that, that's his third car and, and, and he's, uh, and that's what he wanted it. And I'm paying attention to the de- details of that Lexus. And I'm pulling on the, on the handle and, and I see how the handle gently kind of, kind of sways to, uh, down and then, and then you can pull it down. And I probably did that like 20 times. I was just impressed with the handle, how Lexus did that handle, how it was amazing. It was just going down and it was, it was swaying it. And then, and then I, I looked at the, at the seat that, that, that we had. It had a two buttons so you can cool, cool yourself down. It has a fan in the seat or you can warm, warm it up if you're cold. There is a little button and there's a, this, this protective shield that goes in the back window and 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 shields you from and sh- uh, can shield you from the sun and and the more i even though the car's filthy even though like the experience the details of that was pretty horrible but but i'm starting to fall in love with this old 13 year old car and i was like wow the details of this car and then i'm sitting i'm thinking hold on a second 
that car is still this it's Toyota, right? The car is the same. It's the same engine. It's the same frame. It's the same uh, windows, same wheels, same form, same this. But what separates Toyota from Lexus and what separates good from great and what separates, you know, maybe may okay with amazing is the details. Same engine, just maybe, maybe has a little bit more performance stuff chip in it or something, you know. Uh, it's the same, same, some of the same even interior you can, but, but there is little details that gives us this wow, that gives us this, this, this is a cool car, you know. And, and that's what, that's what I, I was in awe of for, for a little bit. And, and here's what I thought to myself. You see, the reason why we, why Moses failed and Moses never, never experienced the full life and full potential of, of, of the calling of God in his life because he didn't pay, pay attention to the details of what God specifically said to him. He said, speak to the rock and he hit the rock, right? You might think, or I might think, come on, God, it's just a little, you know, it's differences. But then when I was thinking that, I'm like, God said, how did I create it in my world? I said, yeah, you created it with the word. You spoke things into existence. And our words carry power. Our words carry this tremendous power. And I'm, I'm looking into this. And, and the more I pay attention to what God has said to Moses, the more I realize how everything else, if he would have done it, he would glorify God with that. He, he, people would not look at Moses and what he did. He, they would look at God and, and how powerful he is. And what I realized that in general, we, the people today, we are 70%, 80%, at most we're 90%. What I mean by that, we don't pay attention to the details in our life anymore. We don't pay attention to the word of God in our life. We don't pay attention to the details, but yet details would separate good from great. Details are, you know, hey, uh, you told me to do this, 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 and guess what? I also did this just so it'll be a, you know, like, wow, if somebody does this to you and somebody said, hey, you only asked me to, to clean one room, but you know what? I, I paid attention to the details. And I saw that other room next to it was pretty dirty. So I just took extra five minutes and swept that other room. If somebody, the employees that I've hired in my life, when I saw those qualities, I automatically wanted, to, wanted them to succeed. I automatically wanted them like, man, what can I do that I can promote you, that I can do, do something that I can help you in my life. But, the, but those that said, hey, yeah, you did, you know, you asked me 100%, but I did 80%. They usually fail. I, I never, you know, it, it kind of, it, it almost like, hmm, if he's not going to listen here, he's not going to listen there. If he's not going to listen there, he's not going to, 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 to listen there. And what if, what if somewhere along the way in my life, God might directly say, hey, I want you to walk up to this stranger and just tell him, hey, I love you. And God loves you. And, and, and random, right? What if God says, hey, go buy somebody's girl grocery, but you never pay attention to the details and you might change somebody, someone else's life forever. But because we never pay attention to the details, Moses knew the power of God. Moses knew that God, God's never going to fail. Even he failed, he hit the rock, God didn't fail. He took all the glory from God and he took it upon, we doing it, this is me. And sometimes that's what we see in life. Look how much I'm doing it. Look how much I'm putting to, to, to these things. 
but it's never with full heart. It's never with, I'm going to, God, I'm doing this. I'm not doing it to so-and-so, to so-and-so. I'm doing it to you. I'm going to pay attention to the details. And just because you asked me this, I'm going to do that 100%. If you just do that, but if I'm, I'm going to go even step further. And if I see something else that needed to be done, I'm going to do it. That's what I realized. That's where success is. What separates every single thing. Let me just close with this. What separates mediocre from greatness? What separate, separates this halfway attitude from greatness? What separates, you know, all, all these things is, is, is really the details. The luxury cars is because of details. They put so much time into details. Details open doors to the future opportunities or future failure. Let me, let me read this again. Details open doors to future opportunities or future details or future uh, failure. Sorry. The details do. Because if somebody do it with full heart, do everything like you do it unto God. That's a, that's a pay attention to the details opportunity. I'm going to do everything like I'm doing it for you. But yet what I've realized in my life, I give in to the same thing that Israelites did. We look and we gravitate towards what I'm not enough yet, what I don't have yet. And if only, and we play this card, if only I would do this, if only I would have this. And you can have it all. You can go after your dreams. You see, you can, you can make a decision and say, you know what, I'm going to. And if only, oh, we'll fall apart. You see, in details, there is perseverance. There is consistency. Because if you're going to pay attention to the details, it'll teach you how to persevere. And it'll teach you how to be consistent. There is, in details, there is hard work. Oh, yeah. In details, there is excitement. Because, man, when you really make an artwork and you really put your heart into it and your soul and everything, you say, wow, look, I did my all. Everything else is up to God. In details, there's honor because people honor you. Hey, I, you asked, I did it. In details, there is respect. In details, there is great and amazing reward. In details, there's opportunity. In details, there is careers. In details, there's futures. In details, there's so, so, so much more. And just like Moses, Moses's future and Moses's opportunity was based on the details, whether he's going to obey 100% and speak to the rock and hit the rock. Same in our lives. Our future, our future is hangs on this threat. Am I going to do everything 100%? And Lord, I'm going to give, I'm going to work onto you. So there is no trash that I'm going to step over. There is no things that I'm not going to look. I, there is no 80%, 90%, 98%. I'm going to do everything I can to do everything unto you. And when I do that and pursue the things that, that's in my life, man, the opportunity that awaits you is amazing. But if you're going to continue looking and living the halfway, the 80%, the 70%, the 99%, eventually you'll be bitter. Eventually you will fail. And eventually you will not see any opportunities 
because the only thing you will see that what you don't have yet and no doors of opportunity will open. Take this to heart. Take this to heart today and say, Lord, help me to pay attention to every word that you're speaking into over my life. Help me to pay pay attention to be a great worker in the area that I am or in the area that I work. Help me to be that guy that when opportunity presents, I'm going to do 100%. And because of that, there's going to be great reward, not just here on, on earth, but from you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you, be gracious to you, turn his face towards you, and give you his mighty peace. Go and pay attention to the details. Until next time.